Hi, I'm Mars Ward, president of Callaway's Nursery. We're based right here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're proud to sponsor this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. I smile every time that his opening plays in this program. <laughs> Mars and I met, and I didn't remember it. Mars remembered it. He was working as a uh, as a loadout clerk at a store that they have since moved and, and closed the one where he was working. And I think he might have been a high school student, and he was helping me load some plants into my car. And uh, and we stood and talked, and, and I guess it made an impression on Mars. And we have been friends for a long, long time. And he pulled that out one day, one night, when I was speaking to their whole employee banquet, and Mars told me that and oh my goodness gracious so nice friend and a longtime friend so thank you i am proud to be sponsored by callaways they have uh, they have a new location coming in prosper and they have a new location in galveston not that we have a lot of listeners in galveston but they are they are expanding they bought the cornelius chain down in houston and that's how they've expanded into that market the houston galveston market so i'm really proud of callaways i'm proud of their people because they have really reached out to uh, uh, certify get their their people encourage their people to become texas certified nursery professionals they are leaders in their industry so that's why i'm happy to have them sponsor this hour as they have for many years thank you callaways Please be sure to let them know when you go into a Callaway's near you today. Beautiful day for it. Well, welcome to our program. We are here, we being Mike Bass and Neil, Dennis Martin, going to be doing the newscasts at the top and bottom of the hour. And uh, otherwise, we're here to talk about plants, the plants at your place. Phone number is 800-288-WBAP. If you prefer it in all numbers, it's 800-288-9227. And uh, it is toll-free wherever you can hear me. And we are live here as we approach the middle of April. It's a beautiful time of the year. Everything is two or three weeks behind in leafing out and blooming. And and uh, everything's just behind this year because of the cold of late February and uh, and early March, first half of March. So uh, we always begin our program. Let me give that number one more time. Let's fill up the phone lines, if you will. Mike Bass is screening the calls and running the boards for me. want to get the lines filled before we start. We only have three lines to fill, so it's not a big challenge. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. As I started to say, we begin the program each Sunday morning with Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Botanical Research Institute of Texas, which is on the grounds of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And he works there as well, as he has for a long, long time. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. So lots going on at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Kind of hard to pick and choose what you want to talk about, isn't it? Uh, especially this time of the year, exactly. Yes, yeah. sir. I'll let well, you start and take and run with it. Well, for the past several weeks, tulips and daffodils have been blooming, but they are past peak bloom now and will soon be removed from beds to make room for summer annuals that will be planted this month. Today is the last day for butterflies in the garden. As of tomorrow, the conservatory will be closed for a few weeks for cleanup and renewal. And uh, the wisteria vines are blooming on the series of 11 arbors between the lower rose garden and the oval rose garden. These vines uh, absolutely cover those arbors and are just beautiful when they're in full bloom, which is the case now. And I would say because of the cool weather that we've had there, 
their peak bloom should extend into this week. But uh, this is the time of the year to see those uh, wisteria blooms on those arbors. It's just spectacular. See and enjoy the fragrance of. Yes, very much so. Yeah, that's great. And you have a featured plant that's a lovely plant. Tell us about it. You know, it was hard to choose just one plant. Uh, But anyway, I selected Viburnum burkwoodii. This is the burkwood viburnum. It's blooming throughout the garden now. This is a deciduous shrub that gets about six to eight feet tall. It is semi-evergreen. Uh, it, uh, it's kind of open and loose, so uh, it, it's not a very dense or compact shrub. You can see through it, so it has a kind of a light, delicate look to it. Uh, it does well in full sun or dappled shade and moist, well-drained soil. It produces three-and-a-half-inch wide clusters of wax-like white flowers that have a wonderful fragrance. Uh, so you can use this shrub as an accent plant, a screen, or as a backdrop for smaller shrubs. We have some at the main entrance to the garden, in the fuller garden, and in the Four Seasons garden. But it's just, it's a wonderful deciduous shrub uh, for the beauty of those flowers and for that wonderful fragrance. Viburnum burkwoodii. Folks, there are a lot of the northern viburnums that we need to consider because they do quite well in north-central Texas, viburnum burkwoodii. And I bet you Steve talks about some other viburnums as the next few weeks pass. What events? Well, we have David Rogers' Big Buck now through June 12th. Uh, This is an exhibit of 12 insect sculptures on a gargantuan scale. Excuse me, we have a prey mantis, three giant ants, a spider and a web, an assassin bug, ladybug, daddy long legs, damselfly, and a large dragonfly. These sculptures are made from whole trees, cut green saplings, dry branches, and other forest materials. Uh, the exhibit is included in the price of garden admission, and these sculptures are scattered throughout the garden, so you really have a chance to, uh, to stroll the entire garden and find all ten sculptures. Fabulous. All right. All that and a ton more, especially at this time of year. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. That's just a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth. Those of you who know uh, Casa Manana from the last 60 years or so, it is uh, just south of Casa Manana. Uh, just north of the zoo, although Interstate 30 is uh, is in between the two. They're north of I-30. And the 24-hour information telephone line for a recorded message is? That is 817-463-4160. And the website where everything, that's really become the hub, hasn't it? Yes, that is fwbg.org. This is Steve Huddleston, the public relations manager for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, and also, most important to me, my friend. Steve, I appreciate you. you. All right, thank you. Talk to you next Sunday. Yes, sir. That is sponsored by Mueller. 90 years in the business in Texas, right where they founded, right where they are. The 1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. And it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now, here we are 90 years later, and that Mueller name has become known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. 
Mueller, and its products. They understand what it means to weather the storm. In this case, many, many storms. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and to protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and even snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than conventional roofs. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's been made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com. Learn more. Find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to have over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Made in America and made to last. MuellerInc.com. Hi, I'm Marshall Sapolsky with Callaway's Nursery in North Arlington. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening and now back to Neil. Thank you, Marshall. Oh, wow. <laughs> he gets it done. Let's uh, start out our program today with Catherine. Catherine is in Dallas. Catherine, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Yes, ma'am. At the end of last year, you were saying something about the St. Augustine grass as a type of problem with the brownie. And I thought I had the brownie, but it was too late in the season for me to really figure it out. But now my grass is coming back with a lime green color. Okay. Probably what you are seeing, although it's maybe just a little bit early to identify it, uh, would be take-all root rot, uh, T-A-R-R, take-all patch. That is a disease that has shown up in the last uh, probably 30 years. Uh, I had not seen it in my life before then. Uh, It is more of a problem in the western parts of the state and from Interstate 35 and west. You don't see it as often in East Texas. Uh, the grass comes out lethargically. It comes out. Uh, it comes out of the dormant winter period, uh, as you said, kind of discolored. It, it just looks like it's uh, very hungry. Uh, when you take a, a a particular runner and pull it up, the roots are very short. They're very dark. It just doesn't look healthy. Individual runners, um, ten feet away, parts of the lawn may look very good. But it does spread, and, and it, it just kind of spreads in a diffused pattern. It does, it's not like brown patch in the fall that is a decided round brown patch. This one just kind of spreads across the lawn, uh, kind of like uh, smoke billowing up out of, a, out of a, well, I hate to use the phrase that we're seeing on TV all too often, but like a, a bomb going off. Um, and, and so that's take-all root rot. Um, the, the control that is recommended now is a fungicide. We used to recommend trying to acidify the environment of the ground by putting peat moss on top of the soil. That has been replaced by a good fungicide. Finally, we have a fungicide that will help with take-all root rot, and it's a very long name. I'm, only one product on the consumer market uh, has it, and so I'm just going to tell you that it's Scott's Disease X disease ex and i never give direct referral to a brand 
except when it's the only brand that has something, and so that's why I'm doing it that way. Scott's Disease-X, the active ingredient is azoxystrobin, A-Z-O-X-A-S-T-R-O-B-I-N. That's, that's the active ingredient you're looking for, but it's only in Scott's Disease-X, I believe. I haven't really done a lot of homework on it this spring, but for three years now that's been the only product that's, that's had it. I don't know if they have some kind of proprietary rights to it or, or what. But that will help green up your lawn. Um, I don't know that more than one application will be needed, but I think you'll see a difference if you use that. It, it, people have reported really good results with it. Okay, that sounds awesome. All right, appreciate your call very much. Thank you. Eric in Grand Prairie, you'll be coming up next, and uh, I'll try to help you. Not sure I understand the question. We'll see what it's all about. Wilma in Rockwall next with an L.A.R. Stevens question. So let's uh, let's get right to those. Also, we have one open line now. If you'd like to call, it's 800-288-WBAP. Nielsberry's Lone Star Gardening is selling like hotcakes right now, and I'll tell you exactly why. The sixth printing is finishing up on the presses. It is headed to the uh, uh, to the bindery. I got a, an email about, uh, it's been 10 or 15 days ago, saying, Neil, finally all of the paper has arrived. It all came in in, in a big old bunch of truckloads, and uh, the six printing could finish. About half of it had been done and been sitting there for, I guess, two, two and a half months waiting for paper, paper shortage. Yikes. And... Uh, so I had been hoarding the fifth printings of my book, hoping to get through the springtime with them. All of a sudden, I get the, the note, we need to clear out the warehouse to make room for the sixth printing. And so I was really put on notice. I took delivery of all remaining copies of the sixth printing this past Tuesday, four days ago, five days ago. I have them all, and I have put them on sale. The sixth printing will be thirty-eight ninety-five. The fifth printing is thirty-two ninety-five. It has two paragraphs that are different in the first chapter, and that's the only difference in the two books. The uh, two paragraphs are uh, referring to the uh, the great uh, cold spell of February twenty twenty-one. This book printed, the fifth printing printed just a few months before that, and uh, of course I didn't have any reference to it because we didn't know it was coming, and I thought I can't print the six printing without some reference to that that's all so you can save a ton of money and get the book neil spray's lone star gardening with 11 chapters covering every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in texas this book will save you a ton of money and i'm saving you even more by putting it on sale until i run out of the fifth printing and uh, that is uh, that is your opportunity 344 pages 840 of my photographs it is a hardback printed in texas and uh, you need to buy it immediately because it is a very limited supply it's not in stores it's not on amazon i sign every copy as it sells i'll be signing tonight and tomorrow for a long time here are the two ways that you can buy it one is to call my office monday through thursday this week 800 800- 752 grow 800-752-4769. The other way you can buy it is by going directly to my website and ordering it right now. That's the way I would recommend. Those are the ones I signed first because we pull them on Sunday night. 
and uh, you don't have to you don't have to wait till tomorrow and that is neilsperry.com n e i l s p e r r y.com i guarantee satisfaction or i'll refund every penny almost 75,000 copies sold so far not one request for refund neilsperry.com or 800-752-GROW we had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for Lent and Easter, in person and online. We have devotionals, Bible studies, service opportunities, and worship services. You can find those at our website at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed, and all are welcome. Our pastor, Tommy Brummett, and uh, he is absolutely the best. Wonderful. Hope you get to join us. There are services at, uh, at 8, 9, 10.05, and the one we go to, 11.10. You can see the online service at 10.05. Uh, it streams online. Sharingtheheart.org, the First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Whiskey Stone, since 1983, they've been leaders in the landscape contracting industry, the nursery industry, and just the uh, the great business industry. They are good people. Third generation family business. Mike and Derek Wisnan own and operate it now. Father and son team, and uh, they are they are just fabulous. And you know when we have uh, Christmases for caring here at WBAP right before Christmas for the Denton State Support Living Center, these are the folks who help so mightily getting the gifts all the way up to Denton. Twenty two acres of beautiful stone. Whiskey Stone has the largest hardscape selection in Texas. You'll find stone for every purpose, whether you're putting in a fountain or need some decorative boulders, whether you want to have beautiful gravel, decorative river rock, a, a gorgeous patio or stone walk, whatever it retaining wall, you bet, whatever it is you need, not only do they have it, They'll help you buy the right amount. They'll suggest what you need to buy, and they can refer you to the best landscape contractors in the business to do the job for you if you don't feel that you can do it yourself. That's why they are so well-connected within the industry. Now, how do you find them? Well, that's pretty easy. They're at 4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth, open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. 817-429-0822, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Jim Burton with Callaway's in McKinney, and now back to Neil. He refers to himself as Big Jim Burton. He's a tall guy and a nice guy. That's our store. That's the one I like to shop in on Eldorado Parkway. Thank you, Jim. Let's go to Eric in Grand Prairie. Eric, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. I just got it figured out what your question was. I had a slight misspelling and a slight misunderstanding on my part. How can I help you? 
Well, my question is, we bought a tomato plant, and uh, come to find out this thing uh, called a sphinx or hummingbird moth uh, ate the, well, the larvae uh, ate the tomato plant, the caterpillar. Then it turns into a moth, which looks like a hummingbird. Then it goes to my plants, my flowering plants, and it uh, pollinates them, hangs around there. So I guess it's a good moth and a bad moth all wrapped up in the one. Yeah, a lot of them are, a lot of them are. So how do I kill them? Do I need to kill the the hummingbird when it, when it morphs over, or do I just need to try to kill the larvae? Uh, well, um, you're talking about the the tomato hornworm, the the big caterpillar that eats all the tomato plant off. You, uh, they're, they're calling it a hornworm, or or uh, no, I, I got that. Tomato hornworms will put you out of the tomato raising business if you if you allow a tomato hornworm to stay. You're not going to be raising tomatoes. Uh, they will eat all of the tomato plant, and you won't have any tomato plants. You'll be gone. You'll be raising cotton. You'll be doing something else. So you have to make that decision. And and uh, I understand about pollinating moths. I, I get that. Um, but you have to make that decision of whether you whether you uh, whether you want tomatoes or not. Okay. So what's the best thing to kill it with? Uh, probably, uh, actually, the easiest way is to look for them and just pluck them off. They're, they're singular insects, usually. You rarely will have an outbreak of them. You usually have one or two of them. They're hard to see because they are very well camouflaged. They look ferocious because of the horn, but the horn is harmless. And uh, usually I'll just uh, knock them off with a little twig or, or just thump them off. Or if I have gloves on, I'll just pluck them off. And, and uh, I... I not much on stomping on things, so I'll take it off and put it way over there somewhere, 50 feet away. Figure, okay, buddy, you're on your own. I don't think they crawl back over. I never have seen them come back. So there is no chemical? I, oh, absolutely, yes. You can put BT, Bacillus thuringiensis. Let me give you a decent answer. Uh, Bacillus thuringiensis or 7, either one will work on them. Yeah, I put 7 on it, and it didn't do a thing. Okay, then put BT on, but 7 should kill them. They're not a looper, but... But BT will kill all caterpillars. It will work mm-hmm. fine, and it's organic if, if that's important to you, and, and it probably okay. should be. So, and I heard that they uh, lay up to two hundred eggs a night. The uh, the uh, the butterfly, the yeah. yeah, yeah, the moth, yeah. It, that's so. very likely, very possible. I don't know that so. they all hatch, and they all won't necessarily turn into more uh, uh, hornworms, but uh, but they will have an outbreak. You'll have several, but I. I have never seen, I've had as many as 15 or 20 tomato plants at a time, and I've never seen them uh, be uh, uh, prolific in in numbers. I'll find two or three at a time. You see one plant that's just being devoured, and you realize, "Uh uh-oh, I better get busy quickly. I mean, you have to check your tomato plants every day because one hornworm can eat a third of a tomato plant in a day. Yeah, it's crazy. They're fast. Yeah, so anyway, hope that helps. When it goes to a moth, it's... uh... It's definitely it's 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 uh, it's uh, it help it, it's helpful when it becomes a moth because of the uh, pollination. It does, it does. But there are other pollinators. You have to make that decision, Eric. Hey, I appreciate okay. your call. Lines are filled. Better run. Thanks for calling. Let me go. Let's see. Wilma, hang with me. I need to get to a newscast. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now because this is a uh, this is a joy to talk about this great company. The Wild Birds Unlimited stores report that migrating ruby-throated and black-chinned hummingbirds have been spotted in our area, and I've had.
I've had a lot of confirmation from my listeners saying, hey, what they're telling you is right there at our feeders. Natural food supplies have been short because the flowering season is way behind schedule, and so they're coming to the feeders. They're looking for feed. One part sugar, four parts water, no food coloring, please. But you need one of those high-perch hummingbird feeders, or better yet, two of them, about 20 feet apart, and you'll have hummingbirds coming to your feeders. You'll love them. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. They can help you also with the uh, the the feed that you need, the seed that you need for nesting birds. Three of their stores join together to sponsor my broadcasts and my eGardens newsletter. Wild Birds Unlimited in Park City's David's store, and that is at 5715 West Lovers Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, just west of the Tollway. Ron's store at his new location in East Dallas, 5708 Abrams, one block south of Northwest Highway, and Bertie's store in McKinney at 3001 South Arden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. And uh, you can find all the stores at wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP. And WBAP.com. A Texas woman is charged with murder for having an abortion. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas WBAB 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. A repaving project is closing various lanes of Preston Road at various times, both directions between 635 and McCallum Boulevard. Construction has closed 635's HOV lanes, both directions, between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. It'll be partly sunny, windy, and warm today. High temperature right around 90 degrees. Tomorrow, Monday, mostly sunny, and there's a good chance for a late-day thunderstorm or two. Tomorrow's high temperature, 89 or so. Right now, we're looking at 64 degrees in Fort Worth, 63 in the heart of Dallas. A Texas woman's been arrested, allegedly, for aborting her child. 26-year-old Lizelle Herrera was arrested near the southern border Thursday on murder charges after performing a self-induced abortion. The Star County Sheriff's Office set her bond at half a million dollars for willingly and knowingly aborting her child. It's not clear how far Herrera was into her pregnancy, but her arrest comes seven months after Governor Greg Abbott implemented what's been called one of the most restrictive abortion measures in the nation, banning abortions as early as six weeks into pregnancy. Milo Mahatsis, WBAP News. A suspected drunk driver has been arrested for crashing into jets in a fuel truck at Dallas Love Field. 21-year-old Jaime Salazar apparently drove onto the east side of the airport early Saturday morning. He then clipped the wings of at least two jets and ran into a fuel truck. He was arrested. Police say he was so intoxicated they took him to Parkland Hospital instead of taking him to jail right away. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed on the latest of the Russian war on Ukraine with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD 2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very, very much. Let me tell you a little bit about the uh, sponsor of this hour, 
and that is Callaway's. They have something very special in store for you. We haven't talked about this spring so far. Callaway's has everything you need to keep your landscape delightful and brimming with spring color. This week at Callaway's, discover begonias displaying colorful blooms and spectacular hues of red, pink, and white. They thrive all season long, and they're perfect for flower beds, containers, and hanging baskets. Since I was a kid growing things in my backyard, this was as about a 11 or 12 year old i have loved wax begonias and callaways has some of the best ambassador begonias they feature rich green glossy foliage to offset the gorgeous blooms while senator senator begonias boast alluring dark bronze leaves a wonderful addition to both shady and sunny gardens for lasting color with so many options begonias make it easy to dress up any porch or patio or deck get yours today four inch pots just a dollar ninety nine that's a real bargain because here is a plant that will start blooming the moment you get it home and it will be even in more beautiful bloom the night of the first freeze in november that's a long season of color you talk about that compared to a lot of other plants you get great color from begonias from callaways while you're selecting your begonias talk to one of their texas certified nursery professionals for the best advice on all your gardening questions their team loves plants they're eager to share their vast knowledge if you love plants helping people and spending time outside you can become part of their great team they're hiring at all of their locations including the new store opening soon in prosper i'll bet they're hiring there stop by to apply and join their texas-grown team today shop local at their community stores or order online at callaways.com take advantage of their quick and easy curbside pickup or delivery open seven days a week for your convenience it's callaways nursery their life lived beautifully callaways.com with so much happening you never want to miss a moment these days you don't have to on air online and always on your smart device use talk 820 wbap wbap.com i'll tell you about my website which is neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com that's where you go to get that very special offer on the fifth printing of my book at only thirty-two ninety-five, and that's uh, that's an incredibly low price and that's only at neilsperry.com it's also where you go to sign up for my free thursday night electronic newsletter called e-gardens take a look at that it's on the website you see a recent example of e-gardens at the website and uh, i think you'll say you know what that's pretty good. I think I better sign up for that. It comes from my computer directly to your email every Thursday, just right after 6 p.m. About 6.03 is when I get mine. We have 80,000 people who are subscribed to eGardens, and you can be too. Uh, five stories every issue. You'll also find on my website, neilsperry.com, answers to 1,001 frequently asked questions. That's a lot of work. That one took me a year to put together. It was a book that I had out a few years ago. That publisher, unfortunately, with a lot of different titles on the market, went bankrupt, and I was left holding the book. And I said, you know what, I'm going to get some good out of that. I'll just put it on the website. All of that and a whole lot more at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Ginger with the South Lake Store, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Ginger, very, very much. We have an open line if you'd like to call now. It's 800 288 
WBAP 800-288-9227. We go to Wilma in Rockwall. Wilma, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I called you a couple of weeks ago about my Nellie or Stephen Holly yellowing up. Yes, ma'am. And um, it seems to be greening up somewhat uh, in that affected area. We still have yellow, bright yellow ones falling off, bright, bright yellow leaves falling off. And the good news is it's not any worse than it was two weeks ago. Okay. You know, so I don't know what to do now uh i am pretty sure that i mentioned to you two weeks ago uh, and if not then i'll do it now if i did two weeks ago i'll reinforce it almost every Nellie r stevens holly in town uh, is now or very soon will be turning uh, yellow a lot of leaves will be turning yellow and dropping that'll be all of last year's leaves and new growth will be following almost immediately mine we live in mckinney north of or outside mckinney north of dfw and we're about a week behind the the major metropolitan plants and uh, ours have just started turning yellow the leaves could not be more yellow they're 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 mustard yellow when they turn and then just a few days later they shed it's just the transition time and uh, all of the, the evergreen plants will do that. Uh, magnolias do it, hollies do it, ligustrums do it. Any plant that has evergreen leaves uh, will shed its leaves in the spring. Live oaks have just finished doing it about uh, a week ago. So I wouldn't be particularly concerned. Um, I guess it's possible that there's iron deficiency. The way that you tell, Wilma, is if it's the older leaves, down uh, down a few inches away from the, branch, the tips of the branches, that's absolutely normal leaf drop. If it is the very newest growth that's being put out this spring that is yellow, then that's of more concern. That would be iron deficiency. Of course, the brand new growth is going to be a light green. It's not going to be yellow, but but uh, that's how you tell the difference. I I really would I would say one time in a thousand yellowing at this time of year would be much concern, of much concern. Okay, I sure appreciate it, Neil. God bless. You betcha. Thank you so much, and he has. Hope you have a great day. Take care. Let me go to Robbie in Fort Worth now. Robbie, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm doing well. How can I help you? Well, between the, um, we need to, we're, our foundation plants and everything were like 20 years old and got zapped with the weather a couple of years ago and the ones that made it um, we lost when they replaced the foundation or they fixed the foundation. So we're re-landscaping. And when we put our beds in originally, like 20 years ago, um, we prepped the beds with um, mushroom mulch and our plants just thrived. It was incredible how fast they grew. And I was trying to find it in bulk again. Like we had a truckload of it dumped in the driveway. And um, everybody complained about the smell, but it was wonderful stuff. And I can't find it um, close to us now. Do you have a source for that? No. um, It may still be available. It got a lot of bad press because uh, the the word got out that it was very high in mineral salts. And the plants had a lot of trouble with the the, uh, soluble salts in it. And so the... uh, the word from the soil testing lab was be really careful in using it. I'm glad you had good results with it. I'm not sure that would always be the case. And so hmm. a, a lot of gardeners are afraid to use it, and that may be why it's not, not uh, 
supplied as much anymore. I don't know of a source. What I would suggest you do if you if you wanted to try it again would be to contact some of the the people who blend uh, soil mixes and um, see if they have it in in their repertoire. Um, people. Uh, well, there, if you if you look in the yellow pages, you'll see names of, of people who sell uh, soil mixes and and various combinations of things for planting mixes in in quantity. They have incredible recycling yards that are very interesting to see. But uh, I think you're better off with a general landscaping mix that is a lot of different kinds of organic matter. And um, do you I have anything know. specific that you recommend? Well, I'll tell you what I always answer and what I put in, in my book and what I put in my newspaper columns is the bigger the plant, the less heroic soil preparation it gets because it's hard to, it's hard to prepare the soil for something that's going to grow quite large. Uh, the reason being its roots go out farther than I'm willing to prepare. It gets too expensive. So yeah. if a shrub is going to be more than, uh, oh, I'd say six or eight feet tall, it's going to have to grow in what is here naturally. The other thing you have to remember is that when you put organic matter, like the the mulch of any kind or compost of any kind, in the soil, it will decay. That's that's what improves the soil is that decay, uh, decaying right. organic matter. And if it if if you if you count on that to help a a shrub grow and and to prosper. As it decays, it disappears, and after five years, eight years, maybe even less than that, uh, it's gone. And so if you were to use cotton burr uh, compost by itself, just cotton burrs, uh, as I did once as a kid, you put it in the soil, and six months later, it's gone. You just have the native soil. You go out and look at it, and you say, well, that looks just like it did a year ago. Uh, If you put in... um, manure that has had a chance to decay for a period of time until it's unrecognizable you put that in it'll last a couple of years um, you put in peat moss it's going to last two or three years sphagnum peat moss uh, i use finely ground pine bark mulch because it'll last uh, probably three years but after that you're back to your native soil and so it's not practical to try to improve soil for we'll just say a large holly or for large crepe myrtles or things because it's not going to last 25 years. I don't know if that makes sense or not. But now when I'm dealing with a small plant, like a a very low shrub or azaleas that require replacing the soil, that's a different story. I can afford to do that, and they they require it if I'm going to try to grow those. Uh, For annual and perennial flowers and vegetables, I absolutely will prepare the soil carefully. In those cases, I will... Uh, mix in about five inches of organic matter. It'll be a couple inches of sphagnum peat, one inch each of uh, uh, pine bark mulch, of well-rotted compost, and one inch of uh, well-decayed manure, and then one inch of expanded shale. So I have five inches of organic matter, one one inch of expanded shale, and I'll rototill that down 12 inches deep. That gives me almost like a potting soil, and it has the benefits of all of the different kinds of organic matter. But that's for flowers and vegetables and low ground covers and, and shrubs, but not for my okay. whole bed preparation. Okay. And then what do you think about boxwoods? Um, are they going to make it in the this metroplex area? 
Are they um, a good foundational plant? Or well, let me. I want to let me let me change a a, a discussion, a topic, a, a title that you've given. Uh, there was a time many years ago when we had foundation, when we had uh, pier and beam. Uh, our, uh, our houses were up on blocks, and uh, we had to use plants to conceal that. They were up uh, maybe 24 inches. We had crawl space under houses, and we tried to conceal that with tall shrubs, and those were the foundation plants that we used. And as houses came down with, with slabs and, and those became less unsightly, the need to have a straight line of shrubs across and other things became less important. And so it's a better idea now to have sweeping curves and groupings of plants and not to put things in, in straight lines and not to, not to repeat the lines of the house and not to square things off or not to have them in round globes one after the other after the other. Have it look a little more natural. And that's been the trend of the last 40 or 50 years, 60 years in, in, in good landscape design. And so I'd encourage you to take this opportunity now to, to do a completely different look to your landscape. Boxwood has a place. Uh, there is a disease that's come in on the East Coast in uh, the late 19, it's been, it's been the last 15 years, uh, from Europe called boxwood blight. And we don't know yet uh, how serious it's going to be. Uh, it is not in Texas yet, but it is in Louisiana. So uh, that is a, that remains to be seen. I like boxwood, but I think I'd probably use dwarf yopon holly in, in place okay. of it just uh, from the outset. But I, I can't get into a landscape plan here on the air, but, but uh, those are some considerations. But I would go very carefully in the, in the plants that you choose to use really durable, well-proven ones. I will give you a warning that the best plants right now are in very short supply in nurseries uh, because we're pretty far into the season, and just like last year, they sold quickly. I've been working with a lot of nurserymen lately, and I'm hearing them say the same thing they did last year. Oh, my gosh, there has been a run on, on hollies, nandinas, the things that held up the best during the cold last year. Okay. Well, so, thank you so much. No, I no big it. sin in waiting until fall if you have to. So okay. anyway, just a, just a thought. Appreciate your call. Good luck with it. Um, okay, we'll come back. I have Linda in North Dallas. Don't know where we're headed on that one. That'll be fun to listen. And uh, then uh, Brian in Dallas with a Holly question. Uh, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. If you are trying to redo a landscape, what I just went through, I think would be a huge help, and it might save you a ton of money in mistakes that you might make. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, everything you need to know to get you started. Uh, it covers soils, it covers climate, it covers uh, the, the rainfall patterns, all of that. And it tells you uh, what, uh, what hardiness zones we're in. And uh, so that would be a great starting point. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. Chapters 3 through 11 are detailed chapters on trees. The tree chapter gives you the best flowering trees in the spring, the best fall color trees, a description of all the trees that are adapted to Texas, how to grow trees, how to transplant trees, all the, how to fertilize, how to prune, the whole works on trees. I've spent a month writing that one. 
and then a whole chapter on shrubs and vines and ground covers, a month each, in some cases six weeks, on annuals and perennials. Oh, my gosh, those are long chapters. And then uh, lawns and fruit and vegetables. It's all in this book. I spent a year writing the book. I spent a lifetime learning what I put in it. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. This is a hardback. And it was printed in Texas. Now, these are fifth printing books that I'm offering to you at a savings of $6. It will be $38.95. The sixth printing is on the presses, and it will be a couple months till it's out. And it's just almost essentially exactly the same, two paragraphs different. Uh, in Chapter 1, addressing the fact that we did have a really bad cold spell in February of 2021. Otherwise, the books are exactly the same, and you get this fifth printing book as I clear out the few remaining copies at $32.95. Satisfaction completely guaranteed, and I'll sign your copy. And as I've been saying, 75,000 copies sold so far, not one request for refund. There are two ways you can buy it. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. It will pay for itself quickly in mistakes you won't be making. And that is uh, to order it, go to neilsperry.com or call my office tomorrow through Thursday this week, 800-752-GROW, 800 752 4769. The better way, however, is to order it on my website right now while you're thinking about it. N E I L S P E R R Y dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. They are great people. I've told you that for a long time now, and I believe it. Let me tell you also about Sunburst Shutters. Between Wortham Brothers Roofing and Sunburst Shutters, we're talking about two great improvements you can make in your home. And let's talk about Sunburst Shutters now. They're plantation-style shutters, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, and four-and-a-half-inch louver size, made of poly wood, P-O-L-Y. It's a man-made material proprietary to Sunburst Shutters. It doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. They're white or off-white. You can have them faux-stained. You can have them painted uh, to match interior decor if you need to. They are beautiful, and every one of them is custom-made for each opening in each window in your home. And uh, so that's why they are so energy efficient. That is why they are so light tight. They're amazing. And the people are, are really nice at Sunburst Shutters. People you will welcome into your home. They'll bring samples to your home. They'll hold them up in the windows and advise you as to which would look best in your surroundings. If you prefer, they'll invite you to their showroom. It's right there in their warehouse, in their factory, right behind one more door. You'll see where they're making them. It's just a great company making a great product. So they come out, they measure your windows, they tell you what it would cost to put the, the style that you choose in your windows, and then they go back to the factory, uh, you know, assuming you accept, which I think you will. They go back and they make them, they come back in two or three weeks, and they install them. They want you out of the room while they're installing them because that way they can bring you into the room and you can do what, what we did, and that is to say, oh, my gosh, 
They look better than I ever dreamed, or something to that effect. You'll love them. Also, Hollywood shutters, uh, sunburst shutters, available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. They can fit any opening you have. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. One more time. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. We at Callaway's are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Sam Rogers from the Denton Callaway's. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sam, very, very much. That's an easy on, easy off right there at the Golden Triangle area. Uh, Callaway's, they've been there a long time. Let's go back to the phones. We have Linda in North Dallas. Linda, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I have a strange um, curiosity about... These seed pods that look like literally oatmeal. It looked like it was snowing in my area of North Dallas. Um, I bagged up, and I have a a small yard, three huge uh, bags of this stuff. What is it? I've never seen it. Uh, I don't know from that description. These are, I mean, I eat oatmeal probably five or six times a week, and so I'm familiar with oatmeal i'm just not familiar with anything flying through the air that looks like oatmeal well it's kind of um it's probably the size of your um pinky nail and it's um kind of oval shape and it's almost paper-like it's very light um all right i would i would suggest you look at uh do do a google search for elm seeds okay that might be it it may be elm seeds uh, are there wings on these seeds at all? Any kind of a wing that causes them to flutter? I don't think so. No, no. They're just yeah. kind of Look flat. up elm seeds and see if it might be an elm. Okay, because there are elms around here. But they yeah. just has never been this bad yeah. in the past. You think so they're maybe... bad now? Wait about about a month with some rain. <laughs> oh, oh. You, may, you may be pulling weeds. Oh, it yeah. was just it was just awful. Yeah. I've just never seen it. Okay, okay. Let me cold. let me also ask. Um, let me also just make sure you're not talking about oak catkins, are you? Coming out of oak trees because we've been noticing with all the wind how they are are balling up like like um, like um, tumbleweed in the in the uh, along the curbs. You're not talking about that, are you? No, no. Okay. These are little clear, you know, about the okay. size of your thumbnail, I'm, very flat. I stay with plan. I stay with plan A. Look up okay. elm seeds. Yeah. Oh, all That's right. what it is. Okay, good deal. Okay. Have you. a good day. Thank you, Linda. Never had oatmeal coming through the air at me before as a question. That's a that's an interesting one. Uh, if you have a better idea, call call Mike and let us know. Um, let's go to Brian in Dallas. Brian, this is Neil. Good morning. Morning, Neil. Love your show. Um, Thank you. Got a quick question. Um, so the pointed holly bushes, um, they have they're starting. I understand the yellowing and the falling off part, but the the green ones are actually getting black spots on them. And I'm trying to figure out what that is or how to how to treat that. That probably is also old leaves, and my guess would be Brian that they have been pricked by one another, and they just have developed uh, those as as little scars from uh, having abraded one another or there may be a very minor leaf spot fungus or something i see that on mine and it becomes more evident late in the in the life of a leaf before they shed 
I have a dwarf Burford hollies that will show that. I have, um, I, that's where I see it most. I was thinking about, I have about 35 kinds of hollies. I see it more on that than I do any others. Um, but once you get the old leaves off and the new growth on, it doesn't show up until probably uh, 11 months from now, and, and it'll be back. I don't think it's anything to worry about. All right, so you wouldn't suggest any type of treatment, chemical treatment? Well, certainly not on old leaves that are going to be gone within two or three weeks. Right. I, the only time I would worry and, and the only time I would apply a fungicide would be if you see it show up quickly on the new growth that comes out that replaces the old leaves. And at All that right. point, I would use a fungicide, but I don't think you'll need to. Hey, I appreciate right, your you. call. Very quickly, folks, the phone number, because I have no calls going into the next hour, 800-288-9227. Please call right now. We'll be back. <laughs> 